Hello and welcome to another edition of the Lights, Camera, Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Galtieri. So happy to have you on board. We have a very exciting podcast today. As I recently interviewed over the past weekend at the Travelers Championship, Jim Nance, a legendary CBS sports broadcaster, was nice enough to take some time with us. And uh, first of all, that Travelers Championship, what a great finish by Jordan Spieth. A chip-in bunker shot on 18. Wow, that was amazing. But uh, we caught up with Jim uh, Nance. We talked about his childhood growing up, his roommate at college, Fred Couples, who, by the way, won the American Family Insurance Open over in the Champions Tour yesterday uh, for him. Then we talked about how his BC connections, when he found out uh, he got a job at CBS Sports, also his thoughts on Matt Ryan and Luke Keekley. Uh, so it was a very exciting podcast. Let's hear first from Chestnut Hill Technologies, and then we'll get right into the podcast with Jim Nance of CBS Sports. Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com. And we're here with five-time National Sportscaster of the Year, Jim Nance joins us here on the Lights, Camera, Sports Podcast. Jim, thanks so much for the time. Hey, it's always good to have some time with you. We go back a long way now, right? <laughs> I mean, how many years has it been? 2005, uh, Baltusrol. So the first time in spot. Yeah, and it's always a pleasure to have you out when you do, on occasion, work for the CBS golf team, and uh, proud of you, man. They're great. Well, Jim, thanks so much. Let's take it back. I'd like to profile all our guests. You grew up many locations. Your signature line is Hello Friends. Your dad worked for Sealand Corporation yes, growing did. up. Just talk about how you know how you have friends all across the country by how you moved. Well, my dad kept getting transferred, climbing up the corporate ladder, eventually uh, landing uh, in New Jersey, uh, where I spent my high school years. The Hello Friends, though, really comes as, a, as an ode to my father when he was uh, late in his life struggling during a 13-year battle with Alzheimer's. I realized that the last thing he was able to hold on to with his memory were his friends. So I visited him on this one occasion uh, in 2002 before heading off to do the PGA Championship. And I said, hey, Dad, has always had these little secret kind of uh, on-air expressions that were earmarked for him. And I said, I'm going to say on the air on Saturday, you listen. I'm going to say, hello, friends. That's for you. See, my dad, again, had only friends. And he held on to the specialness and the, the importance of those friendships until his memory was completely, unfortunately, taken away from him. So it was at the 2002 PGA at Hazeltine in Minnesota. And I came on the air and said, hello, friends. Jim Nance. And I looked right into the camera. And I thought of my dad, you know, when I said that. I got off the air, and um, Eli Spielman, a longtime friend of mine who would later co-author the book that I wrote about my dad called Always By My Side, Eli said, um, I heard you come on the air today and say hello, friends. What was that all about? I said, well, it was a tribute to my father. You know, and Of course, he, was, he knew my dad and was aware that his memory was fading and unfortunately fading fast. He said, that just sounded so much like you. That was perfect. You ought to do it again tomorrow. See if it feels right. So I did it on the Sunday final round of the uh, – 02 PGA, which Rich Beam won at the wire over Tiger Woods, and um, I've done it every show ever since. And I love it because uh, I look into that camera, and for that moment when I say hello, friends, I channel and I see my dad, and it relaxes me, and I can go on and and do what I've got to do with the rest of that show. But 
A lot of people think, ah, that's some cheesy line. Hello, friends. What's that all about? You're not my friend. You know, no social media can be vicious about it. All that stuff, I don't care about it. I'm doing it because it brings my father into the broadcast at the start every single show. And you mentioned your book, Always By My Side. That was a great book. My claim to fame is I bought that book at 8 a.m. on May 5th, 2008, Chestnut Hill Library, Route 9. In Brooklyn. So I was the first person to buy that book, you maybe, in 2008. Best. You were the best. Um, and then, actually, I heard Francesca that afternoon. Yeah. And he said, you're doing a signing. So I drove to New York, Columbus Circle, I believe, that night. You were there. And I saw that. So yes. that was a great day. I was so you fired up. You were there. Up. We were at Barnes & Noble. <laughs> yeah. And um, that was the that was the launch date. Yeah. Uh, was that May 5th? I appreciate you even more after you tell me that story. I'm, I don't think you ever told me that one before, Michael. But I got to say that uh, I didn't know what the book business was going to be like. I did know this, that writing about my father was cathartic. Uh, he was down the last year of his life at, at the, the point when we, we wrote it. When we released it, I had no idea that he was seven weeks away from passing. And uh, week one, and thanks to friends like you, the book actually came out and made the New York Times bestseller Amazing. list week one, wow. which made it what they call that then as, a, as an instant bestseller. Especially for a sports book. Yeah, it's hard to do. And it, it, and it, 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 it resided on the uh, bestseller list that summer uh, for a good while of 08. And um, the week my father died, which this one we're speaking here now, this is we're just a couple of days from the anniversary of my dad's passing on June 28th uh, of of uh, 08. And he, um, uh, he, he when when he passed, the book was actually number three overall in the nation. Which, again, I had no idea that I could ever find an audience. But what I did realize is it it really truly resonated with people who were in the same boat as the Nance family, a loved one. The leader of the family, uh, really needing full hands-on attention, and to be surrounded by his loved ones, the caregiving side of uh, of dealing with this insidious disease, and the heroes that my mother and sister were, and looking after dad on a full-time basis, and it was uh, it was really eye-opening for me. It was life-changing for me writing that book, and then seeing the reaction in the Alzheimer's and the caregiving world. Alas. Uh, it was because of that strong reaction, I realized there was something more I could do. Yeah. So I took uh, what were the proceeds from that book, and I, 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 I wrote a check for that, uh, for that amount, and uh, I opened the Nance National Alzheimer's Center in Houston, Houston yeah. named it after my dad. It's uh, not named after me. It's named as a tribute to my father. Yes. And uh, it has grown now in six and a half years into one of the really top uh, research institutes and uh, clinical care facilities in the world. And we interface with the best researchers in the world. Mass General uh, is, uh, uh, they're very good friends of ours. And Dr. Stan Appel, who uh, leads the Nance Center, is a legend in the, in the field of neurology. And he's a Bostonian. And um, uh, he has put together a team now that we're really proud of. And that's a, that's a great segue. You talk about University of Houston. We're a New England podcast. We go back. Fred Couples, first yeah. of all, how was he as a roommate? It tells a story about 1978, way back, with the uh, <laughs> Red Sox well, Bucky Dent playoff game against the Yankees. He was a great, great friend, great roommate. Uh, we're coming up on, uh, well, it was 40 years ago. <laughs> I mean, we were freshmen 40 years ago. And Blaine McAllister. John Horn, you wouldn't know John's name probably, but uh, we all roomed together, the four of us, our sophomore and junior years. Blaine went on to win five tour events, including the old Bank of Boston Classic. Wow. So he won up here. Uh, wow. And I'm very equally proud of his career. But uh, 1978, when the Red Sox and Yankees had that one game playoff, yeah, yeah, yeah. October. Uh, October we, we had a real dilemma. 
we we were we were in our sophomore year and it was mandatory you had to go out and play every day and submit a scorecard and every putt had to drop there was no such thing as a gimme <laughs> every day was like a tournament for coach dave williams the legend and here we were uh having to go out and qualify i believe it was a monday yeah it was and, season and, ends on and, sunday and yeah. um yeah. and we all conspired. I'm not proud of it now, but we feigned sickness. <laughs> Coach came over and looked at us and saw that we all were down with whatever the same ailment was. And he said, you boys look awful. You, just, you guys aren't going to play today. We were so happy that we got the coach's blessing. Unbeknownst to him, it wasn't because we were sick. Uh, we were wanting to figure out a way to watch that one playoff game. And, uh, yeah, we watched it for sure. It's a good story. Yeah. Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by a BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com. Let's fast forward now quickly to August 29th, 1985, kickoff classic, BYU, Boston College was there. That was the day you found out you were hired at CBS Sports. It was in the old old Giant Giant Stadium, Stadium, and uh, I was going to be calling that game uh, uh, back to to Utah, and I was hosting a pregame show for an hour uh, back to KSL in Salt Lake City. And I had two weeks prior been to New York to audition for an opening. An opening that was created because uh, an anchor from Boston, yeah, Bob, Bob Bell, decided to turn down the job at the 11th hour. I, I interned for him at WBZ. How about that? <laughs> so, Bob, I continue to be grateful forever, <laughs> but it was Bob Bell's job to be the host of the college football, the Prudential College Football Report. And they could not come to a contract agreement, so now, again, with just a few weeks to go before the start of the season, CBS goes on this nationwide uh, search I'm one of five that get brought in to audition. Uh, then I'm reduced from the field of five to two, and I'm brought back to New York for a second round of interviews and auditioning. And I'm, I'm just a 26-year-old kid. Now I come back to New York for a third time, but this is to broadcast back to Utah, the kickoff classic, Boston College and BYU. And we didn't have cell phones, folks, believe it, believe it or not. Back then, they didn't really exist. But I got a message handed to me that Ted Shaker of CBS Sports needed to speak to me. So I'm desperately looking for a phone. I'm on the field, and I'm 30 minutes from going on the air back to KSL. When somebody points out there's a telephone in the ramp that you take to yes. come from the locker rooms down to the field. And on the wall, encased inside of the steel case, is a telephone touch tone phone. I dialed in a credit card number I had to be able to charge a phone call and I called Ted Shaker and he said, Jim, I can't hear you. Sounds like some bands or something in the background. I said, yes, I'm over here at Giant Stadium and that's the Boston College marching band practicing or whatever performing. And he says, I got news for you. I said, what's that? He says, welcome to CBS. So that's where I found out was at Giant Stadium on that phone. Now let me fast forward. Years later, uh, I, I'm lucky enough to win uh, 
a, a National Sportscaster of the Year award, and when you do, you get to bring in to North Carolina anyone you wish to be your presenter. Okay. I asked Arnold Palmer to fly to, to North Carolina to present me, and he did. Wow. And when Arnold got up and made this 10-minute or whatever it was, 8-minute introductory speech to me, which one of the gifts of my life was the friendship I had with Ernie, he said at the end, before I bring you up, to give you your plaque and this recognition, I have something else that might be meaningful to you. And he pulled out from underneath the lectern and there was the telephone that I had used and where I had received the news that I had been hired at CBS. My longtime amazing uh, administrative assistant, uh, Melissa Miller, knew the Giants Stadium uh, was was being taken down and she made some phone calls and explained to the people that were on that project about the telephone wow. and how that had some significance in my life and uh, it's again it's the only phone and there yeah. it was all these years and it survived all these years and they saved it for me wow. and she and took it another step and she made sure that it was given to me in a special setting so that phone with the Boston College band playing in the background, <laughs> where I get the nod, it's you're coming circle. to CBS, that sits now on a wall in my office out in California. Wow. And was presented to me all these years later by Arnold Palmer. I didn't know, that's a good story, yeah. full circle. Well, Jim, last couple questions here. You do uh, cover BC, excuse me, cover the NFL. BC, our pride, our two joys, Matt Ryan, Luke Keekley. You just tell our Great fans guys. about what Jeez. they're like behind the scenes. Wow. and. Uh, and comments about those two guys. Well, the, look, it, it, it just in terms of personality and character, uh, integrity, they're the same guy. Uh, I saw Matt Ryan this year uh, just out of nowhere. Uh, he and his uh, his wife, Sarah. Sarah Ryan, BC grad, 07. Sweetheart. Basketball player. Wonderful, wonderful lady. They, they just showed up at my door at Butler Cabin before I was going on the air for the third round broadcast of the Masters. Wow. So I invited them in to watch, uh, you know, a little bit of the That's orchestration great. and rehearsal before we went on the air. That's cool. And it was pretty cool to see, uh, you know, the NFL MVP and, and to meet Sarah. And they're just a sweet couple. And uh, I have a great regard for him. Uh, and, of course, Luke Keekley has... Uh, for a number of years, when we've had the golf tournaments down in Charlotte, the Wells Fargo, he's come up to the uh, to the to the eighteenth tower to watch, put on a spare headset, and listen in. And uh, he's an amazing guy. He's used to come up with his mother. Yeah. You know, a couple of years, his mom. He'd bring his mom, and they would go to the golf tournament. And uh, I just hope he's uh, able to fully recover from you know, know the concussions yeah. that he suffered last year. Uh, but uh, you know, you got two guys that are truly two of the top ten stars in the sport and are both BC guys and they're both great people. Uh, what's your general take on Boston College and the athletics and the sports? Well, I have a, a tremendous respect for BC and I haven't had a, uh, an occasion to do any uh, yeah. BC games in the NCAA tournament in a long time. I go back now 32 years what, of calling the NCAA tournament. One of them you did do, I was a manager Villanova Boston College, Minneapolis 2006. I was well, one of the worst loss we had in history. Sweet 16. Sweet 16, overtime loss. Sweet 16 game to Randy Foy. Yeah, Alan and Ray. Alan Ray. I didn't want to bring that up. It's still devastating to us. Villanova. We lost in a shot clock. A goaltending. That's right. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Skinner was your coach. Yes. And, um, yeah, I remember being up there with Billy Packer. And, um, but, <laughs> uh, you know, these it, it, the ebb and flow of, of athletics, the ups and downs, whatever, uh, I'm sure much better times are, are straight ahead, but I've always had a, uh, a good time covering Boston College sports, and I know 
how impossibly difficult it is to get into that school. So I have a tremendous uh, uh, reverence for the, the, the kids that go go to school there. Forget just the athletics. I'm talking about the, the student body. It's a, tr it's a tremendous, tremendous school. And last question, Jim. Outside of work, what, tell our viewers, listeners, what's your passions? Describe your dream My family. Day. My family. Just be with my family. Anywhere. Uh, I'm on my way tomorrow to Maine uh, with with my family to, to, for a few days, and uh, I have the blessing of, of uh, having three children. Yeah. Two of them are, are really young, three-year-old daughter and a one-year-old son. My oldest daughter just graduated, Caroline graduated from Southern Cal, USC, uh, in the last year. And, um, you know, I live out in California. It's a, where I live is a is a difficult place to get in and out of. It's, it's not like there's a major airport within 100 miles, but uh, when I get home, uh, it's it's about quality time. It's about taking walks on the beach, uh, putting the kids in a backpack, and taking hikes and walks. And uh, there's nothing that brings me more joy than being with my family. Well, that's great, Jim. Hey, thanks so much for the time. Really appreciate it. Thank, great catching thanks, up. Thanks, man. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. All right, Jim. Thanks See a lot. Jim Bye -bye. Dance, everybody. Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by a BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com. Well, thanks so much to Jim Nance of CBS Sports for joining us on the Lights, Camera, Sports podcast. It was a fun discussion. Really liked his thoughts, especially about BC, Matt Ryan, Luke Keekley. Really enjoyable conversation. like to remind everybody, if you'd like to advertise on this podcast, please feel free to email Lights, Camera, Sports, Ads. That's all one word, Lights, Camera, Sports, Ads at gmail.com. So we will be back again next week. Thanks so much for listening to the Lights Camera Sports Podcast. This is Mike Galtieri, signing off.